funny parent-teacher conference story that actually isn't mine. I was just talking to a co-worker about parent-teacher conferences because wow. I, I had two of them yesterday, mm. a second grader and a kindergartner, and she had a very funny one that I'm going to pass along with no names. Boy, you used but to it get stressed hilarious. out on parent-teacher day. I don't know why. As teacher or kid? Uh, hmm? As oh, oh, the kid? As, as a parent. As a parent. Yes. Yeah, as a parent. Yeah, I, re- I was actually saying to Sam yesterday, I said, are you nervous about uh, us going to meet your teacher? He said, no. I said, oh, that's good. I said, when I was a kid, I was always really nervous when my parents meant to meet with their teacher. And I had nothing to be nervous about. But. I did. I had S to answer for. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, a uh, really interesting comment from a, 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 ver- a Marine vet on the new lower standards uh, that the Army's putting into place. and. If we can get to that today, uh, all sorts of good stuff to to do. We got a text from somebody. Remember, they've switched to the T push-ups now. Oh yeah, I haven't actually tried to do one yet. No, and I'm not sure I understand precisely how you're supposed to do it. I read the description, but yeah. well, anyway, somebody uh, did them as they think they're supposed to do them, and somebody who does 20 push-ups every morning said they can do two now. Wow! So you start with like you're lying down, lying down to, uh, on your chest with your arms out. Then you bring them in, you push up, you go down, stretch out your arms, bring them back. Um, is that more or less an accurate that's description? That's the way I think it works, yeah. Okay, all right. Which I can understand would be a lot harder. The idea being that simulates what you're doing in battle or, or when the poo hits the fan as a soldier, you know, a fighting man or a woman. Yeah. Well, maybe, I'll, maybe, I'll, uh, maybe I'll see how many of those I can do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if we, we if we have Marshall switch to those kind of push-ups, he's never going to do ten push-ups, right? Why would we do that? Or he'll be back in the hospital. Just cruelty? <laughs> no. You enjoy seeing other men fail. It makes <laughs> you feel better about yourself. Or, I don't know. Why would we do that? Ah, uh, so a lot of good stuff to get to. But first, let's deal with positive Sean and stories we won't be covering. That's right. And first up on the stories that Armstrong and Getty won't be covering. No need to repeat it. Science fiction headlines we won't be repeating. Yes? Science fiction no more. Cloning of pets is now a real thing. Now we have here a uh, somebody from the, uh, what is it, the InGen Labs describing uh, this, this very process. We do right here, I promise. People have a hard time wrapping their brain around it, that it is really a real technology, that it's not science fiction. The dog that you're going to clone is not going to be a a Frankenstein. It's just a normal dog like any other dog. You never know by looking at him that he's a cloned puppy. But but what's the point of this? If you like black labs, another black lab is going to look so much like the black lab you had. Oh, no, it wouldn't be like my Jimmy. My Jimmy was unique. Right, that is... I think it's people with soft heads. It's for people with soft if, heads. If you are buying pure breed dogs, yes. But if you get some sort of kind of lovable mixture from a, from a pound, you can't go and get true. another replicate of that. that Interesting is point. Now, this is very much not a consumer-grade thing. It costs about 50 grand to no! do this. So, so, okay. so you're a rich soft head. <laughs> yes. Um, it is still the very early of the technology. Apparently, they just take skin samples while they are out for, like, a dental cleaning. They just kind of take these things. They ship them off to the labs. These skin samples can be taken at... Pretty much any vet lab in America, not all of them are doing it, of course. 50 grand? Yes. Holy shit, Zoo. Please. Uh, so uh, it, it reminds me, maybe around Christmas time, I'm going to pretend like it didn't happen. Uh, maybe around Christmas time, I'll retell the uh, the dog first story. It's, oh, it's a cherished Armstrong and Getty You haven't uh, told it in years. Yeah. It'll be new to most of the people here. You know what? Everybody fix yourself a cup of eggnog. I'll meet you in December. <laughs> What's next, Sean? 
Now, you guys may have missed this, but this past weekend was the International Flat Earthers Conference. Now, this was sold out. Now, there are uh, this is a group of people that they describe as like-minded people getting together to discuss their rejection of heliocentric globe Earth model that is so commonly perpetuated today. I don't know. It sounds like people that that have gotten tired of going to the Renaissance Fair every year. Are there a bunch of dog cloners? I mean, they're just... Yeah. Well, you say that, but listen. I'm, I, I would bet, we're wagering a lot lately, I'll bet you five spot the next 20 seconds are not entertaining. Oh, well, wait till you hear the scientific experiments. Well, wait, that wait, 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 no, no, see, no, no. I would have agreed with you. Who are you betting? I would have agreed with you. Jack. But having heard that, now I'm interested. Well, see, that's how Sean queered the bet. Mm-hmm. He gave more data. Go on. You Go on. May I proceed? Yes. So I went down to the seashore, down in New Jersey, and I did my own testing. What sort of testing? So you take a straight edge, and you go from one end, and you follow the, the horizon of the ocean, and you go straight edge just to the other end, and it's, it's flat. Ha-ha, science! Wow, so this is someone... These are people who actually believe the Earth is flat yes. and it's some sort of ruse per- perpetuated by Big Round or somebody. Uh, I don't know who's I, behind I it. still don't believe it. You're yeah. referring to the heliocentric globe Earth model? Yeah, exactly. that, that woman is mentally ill. That's that's oh, the yeah. story. Oh, yeah. Sean, your headline should have been, there's a gal in New Jersey who's mentally <laughs> this ill. This conference was sold out at $150 a ticket. Wow. Build a really high fence around them while they're there and lock it. Now, the, the Chinese government, they may have played nice and let some of our very fine uh, young college basketball players go, but they are throwing up roadblocks aplenty in the upcoming Victoria's Secret fashion show. I'm glad you're doing this story. I've heard a little bit about it. I don't know the details. Now, this is supposed to be held in Shanghai just two weeks away. I don't uh, know why Victoria's Secret's doing their big thing in the, there anyway, but go ahead. Get your hands off my cheesecake, you dirty commies. Now, the uh, big problem comes from China not handing out work visas to those who are supposed to be covering this. Fashion bloggers are canceling their trips because they can't get visas. Victoria's Secret staffers in China can't even send out press releases about the event because they first have to be approved by Chinese government officials. It is a nightmare for all the media trying to cover the show. These TV companies are spending a fortune on it, and they don't even know what they can shoot when they get there. There's shooting restrictions like they can't even shoot outside the arena. For some reason, there's just that weird, you know, wall of information that China throws up on sort of any any sort of these things. I stopped caring way back. How are they on the sex in China? Are they? Um... There's a billion people. I think they know how. Well, but are they? Do they? Uh, do they not allow much of that in their media and that sort of thing? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, Scantily clad. And I, don't, all sort of stuff. I don't have any idea. I don't actually either. In all my years of reading about China, I haven't come across Japan any. Japan is like the world leader in in pervo sex weirdness. But you can't show a woman's Yahoo. You can't. No, you can show other parts of her doing things who, that are unimaginable. Show? Where can you show it in America? Per what? I mean, you're talking about. Japanese porn. They have rules for pornography? Yes. You can't... Yeah, a woman's genitals have to be blurred. Meanwhile, there's other stuff going on that medical science needs to explain. It's just... What an odd country. And the government mandates that? Yeah, censorship. Interesting. Of women's genitals. There you go. And finally, drugs are bad, kids. A sheriff deputy pulled over a car, and when he approached it, he smelled what he referred to as a smell similar to marijuana. The deputy then spotted a baggie that contained a green leafy substance. The suspect then quickly grabbed the bag, put it in his mouth, and sped away. I need help, said the suspect as he dialed 911. He had an interesting tact on how to get out of this. 
He asked to speak to Donald Trump. He said he's a close friend of mine, and we made a deal. So drugs are bad, kids. Don't do it. Hmm. And you're saying he, he, he hadn't made a deal with the president? It, it, it turns out he had no such deal. <laughs> he has been arrested, being yes. charged with tampering of evidence and resisting an officer. It was a clever attempt. Uh, so I'm checking the CNN. Still no new groper on Al Franken. They're still discussing the old groper with the banner breaking news up there. We got a text from somebody the other day who said their um, their parents watch nothing but CNN. And when they are over at their house, they notice that the breaking news banner is burned into their screen. Because <laughs> CNN has their breaking news banner up so often. <laughs> It is actually burned into their parents' TV screen, which is pretty funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. You turn on a football game, there's CNN breaking news at the bottom. Yeah. Wow. Always. But still just the one accuser. But everybody's going with the Al Franken story. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. out from a group I'd never heard of because I'm not important. If I were important, I'd probably be aware of this group. Uh, Sperling puts together information on uh, uh, business and that sort of thing. Compiled speculation from media outlets, research firms, and brokerages about the likelihood of various cities becoming the Amazon headquarters, their second headquarters. Ah, which is every city really, really wants because they're uh, they're going to invest a half a billion dollars in the building and uh, hire fifty thousand people, and mm-hmm. you know it's a big deal. It can change your city overnight. So, according to this Sperling group that analyzes this sort of stuff, and they have a feeling that Amazon's using the same analytics. Here's your uh, most likely top. I hear 10. that term a lot. Analytics. What does that mean? I don't know. I just uh, like data that you put together. I just copped it. Kind of advanced statistics. Yeah, yeah I just okay. copped it. I'll buy seven, that. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Here's your top ten. Um, <laughs> most likely cities to end up uh, Amazon headquarters. Raleigh. Are you counting up or down? Very important to know. Or is it in no particular order? It's ten to one. It, they actually did ex, act uh, very definitely have it in order of likelihood. Um, so this is the 10th most likely Raleigh, North Carolina, nah, part of the research triangle, Jack. So analytics is the analysis of statistics. Mm. So they combine two words like, you know, Benifer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't approve. Just like that. I do not approve. <laughs> um, so, uh, dumb, dirty. Uh, so when we lived in the Carolinas for a little while, were you as me highly amused to go to Raleigh because it was mentioned on the Andy Griffith show Absolutely. by Barney Fife. Absolutely. That was half the appeal. Absolutely. It's a lovely place to live. So Raleigh, North Carolina, followed by New York, which surprises me. I wouldn't think that that The would... city of yeah. New York? Yeah. Well, there are plenty of humans there. I mean, if you need humans. <laughs> Excellent. Those are some great analytics right Thank there. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Denver, Dallas, 
Austin. You got to contemplate each city as you name it. Okay. Denver. Mountainous. Yes. <laughs> Various beers. Yes. Yes. What's the next one? Dallas. Dallas. Sure. I can picture some of these. Austin, Texas seems perfect for that. Austin. A lot of college educated people. Lots of space outside of town. How's the Let's airport big... there? You got room for more uh, runways and such? They need runways. I'm guessing if you're Amazon and you come into town, the airport, airport ups its game. It, well, or you'll build them a runway. Washington. You show up the next day, there are two runways on your front porch. Where did these come from? Amazon built them. Washington, D.C. Now we're down to the, the fourth most likely. Uh, Philadelphia, Chicago, Boston. But the number one most likely, and looking at this bar graph by quite a bit, they've got Atlanta, which just makes sense. You know, mm. I don't know much about things mm. other than it seems like if you're going to have two headquarters, which doesn't really make sense. Um, I mean, the, the whole, the whole, the, the word headquarters kind of means. Oh, I see. It's a two-headed monster quarters. It's, it's, it's like having it's two a freak. It's like having two presidents. It's like a two-headed calf. This is the man that's in charge. He's the uh, the buck stops with him. Right now, we're going to have another one. Right. What? Right. Um, I have uh, two best friends. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You like one more. Exactly. Um, but it what would make sense. What if they tie at the tape? No. Down to the hundredth of a second. It happens. It would make sense to me that the other one, one being in Seattle, the other one would be clear on the other side of the country. So, would you refer to it as the ass quarters? <laughs> I will. But well, there you go. So, I got a bit of a you know local pride having grown up in Chicago land. That would be a perfectly fine place. But yeah, Atlanta would be almost impossible to beat. Just plenty of infrastructure. I don't know if in my life there's ever been one corporate move that could o- o- change a city overnight the way this announcement will. Only if GM had left uh, Detroit in 1964. Right. So huge. Atlanta's also become a huge hub of uh, movie film. Being made there too, with uh, they've been very friendly in terms of tax rates to film companies. Uh, much of Marvel is filmed there. And Atlanta's a cool, uh, gleaming, newish-looking uh, city. God, no the traffic's awful, though, as I recall, and it's probably getting worse. Although, who, you know what? It's funny. As a longtime Californian, I now assume that nobody ever does anything about traffic problems. It is impossible to build roads. It is unfathomable to add lanes. That they would never happen. I forget. That's right. Other places accomplish things. Uh, uh-huh. I will. Here's a little prediction for you. The awesomeness of Amazon, and and I mean awe in 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 all its meanings. People hold it in awe. Its growth, its size, its efficiency, etc., is going to give way to a little skepticism in the fairly near future. Um, I've seen a couple of stories mentions, posts, etc., that they work people. Um, it's it's a return to an old style of work, 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 work. And it, it, it's not super in keeping with uh, American. I'm, I'm being careful how I say this, not because I'm afraid of Amazon. I don't really care. I want to be fair. It, it's grueling in a way that most places aren't these days. In the United States. Well, maybe China, yes. Vietnam, yes. Maybe that's why they're successful. Maybe uh, a little, uh, little uh, kicking ass is what uh, gets you ahead. Uh, yeah. certainly, certainly that's what people believed in the, back in the day. And some can take it, some can't work in there. If you don't I like don't it, know. quit. But um, you'll, you're going to see more of that in, you know, particularly among uh, your, your left-leaning crowd, your workers' rights crowd. 
So, uh, Sean mentioned there was a Flat Earth conference. Seems absolutely ridiculous. Sounds like a joke. All that sort of stuff. We got a number of texts. Uh, the best answer from Flat Earthers that I've heard, and this is somebody that's apparently paying attention to this, is that planes, and also mentally ill, is that planes altimeters are in a straight line. If the horizon was curved, altimeters would be curved also. Wow, we that's got, a great point, or not? We got this text. I heard you mention Flat Earth. I attended the conference and been researching Flat Earth for over two years. I'd be happy to speak with you about it. Is there somebody who takes I'm it? Sure, you would. You know, I only <laughs> wish I could help you with your mental illness. Wow, wow, dismissive. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm prepared to dismiss it. So I read some of this Vox piece that Sean printed out for me on when a drug epidemic's victims are white. We talked about this much earlier in the program. There are some people saying that the opioid epidemic is getting a lot more attention and sympathy than the crack epidemic of the 80s and 90s did because it's uh, perceived as as a white person problem, whereas the crack epidemic was perceived as a black person problem. And it's kind of interesting, uh, some of the, the points made in the article do make sense to me. Um, for instance, a lot of the uh, acceptance of gay marriage and, and just being gay in general in this country um, expanded as more and more of us realized we had friends who were gay. Sure. Or knew somebody that was gay and got married and mm-hmm. thought, how could be I, I be against those two people getting married? Yeah, they I, want I to stay together. Right. Okay. Barack Obama himself said that was the turning point for him. His his daughters had some gay friends, and then it just it looked different to him. And the polls said fifty one percent are in favor of gay marriage. <laughs> At exactly the same moment. Right. It's a miracle. Praise God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I buy into that, but I also <laughs> think the the premise I think is absolutely true. It's right. true in my case, certainly. Um, and that. The perception for, uh, and still most of the power structure in America is white. Um, whether it's, you know, your, your news, your government, or whatever. Um, the idea that oh, the opioid uh, epidemic is killing other white people, you just naturally have a view of, oh my God, that could happen to me, or my son, or or whatever, mm-hmm. more likely than you do if it's a different race than you. R- right. It's right. easier. It was easier during the crack epidemic if you're white to think that's not something that's going to happen. That's not going to touch my life. It's obviously stupid. Nobody would do that, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I, I have a tangent I want to go off on, but I have a feeling you're uh, you're rolling, so I'll stay out of your way. That's but. more or less the gist of it. Okay. Well, I, I look forward to reading that. You know, Vox is. Uh, uh, there... Maybe maybe I didn't set it up properly. And there's a lot of talk about we need rehabs. We need more money for rehabs. Mm-hmm. You know, how, it's not their fault. It's a you know, etc. Whereas with the crack cocaine epidemic, and I wasn't following the news as closely then, but it was all about we got to jail these scumbags, get the thugs off the street, and if you do it, you're an idiot. If you do crack, you're an idiot. Right. Well, you know, I... And is that because of race? I don't know. Uh, um, boy. I'll let you make your caveat before I throw in mine. Uh, I was going to say, well, there are a number of different directions we could go with this. Number one, I think a lot of us have seen the so-called war on drugs fail. So it's a question of experience, not race. I think anybody who willingly decides to pop some opioids at this point is an effing idiot. So there's a little condemnation. I don't care what color you are. Um, you mean for recreational purposes? For recreational purposes. Yeah, exactly. If you decide, yeah, I'm sorry, I should have made that clear. It was clear in my head. Um, yeah, if you decide, to not get Marshall, more- for instance, who just had. It wasn't a hysterectomy. It was a. <laughs> no, no. It's the wrong word. A hernia, hernia. operation. Yeah. Although he a- might identify as having a womb. 
It was an H word. I know it's a hernia operation. You you popped some opioids, but that doesn't make you an idiot. It was for your pain. Exactly. No, indeed. If somebody decides to party with opioids right now, yeah. knowing how addictive and dangerous they are, right. you're an idiot. But you know what? I don't want to throw junkies in jail. I've never been in favor of that. Um, throwing users in jail, uh, unless you know. Well, anyway. Um, how about so, the opioid uh, sellers, the drug dealers? Sure. Yeah. Jail them. Throw them in jail. You, you're dealing poison. Same attitude I had toward crack dealers. I'm not saying there's nothing to it. And, and the reason I say that is the tangent I was tempted to go off on. I want desperately for America to have an actual conversation about race in which everybody can come to terms with the fact that it's easiest, it's easiest for us to relate to and want to be with people who look like us and think like us and talk like us including white people, brown people, black people, etc., and down to the Chinese people, way prefer Chinese people to Japanese people. It's universal. It's not that white people are evil. Some of it, there are plenty of evil white people, but there are plenty of evil people, period. Stop condemning people who happen to be born with light skin and start being honest about the way human beings relate to one another and then make it infinitely clear everybody gets all their rights all the time, and if they don't, that's a crime. And quit making it about demonizing various claps. The moment, the moment, I'm going to, is there any ethnic group I can pick? I'll go with Polish people. That's not an ethnic group, really. But the minute Polish people are in the majority, they will, quote unquote, act like white people have been acting for the last hundred years. The second Sunnis are in the majority, they whoop ass on the Shias and vice versa. The moment Mexicans or Spanish people could dominate the indigenous people in Mexico, they oppress them. Let's start talking about human beings and stop making it about one group of people's good and the other's bad. Back to the drug thing. Um, I think the, uh, as somebody pointed out earlier in the show, I think the comparing the crack epidemic with the meth epidemic makes more sense to me. I think they're both treated very similarly, and meth is seen as mostly a white drug. Mm-hmm. Just you mostly look down on meth users, meth abusers, and want them all thrown in jail. That's probably because all the scabs and the lack of teeth. That's one good reason. Yeah, yeah. But you don't hear a lot of that's that's so it's a disease. It's so awful that that happened. We we you know we need help for these people. You don't hear as much that sort of talk about meth abusers right. as you do the opioid addicts. And those are white people. Meth is mostly a white thing. Yeah, but even with meth or crack, for that matter, you didn't have people dying in numbers exceeding car wrecks. Oh, no, this is the worst by far. Right, so I just... Statistically, it's not even close. Listen, if you want to talk about the difference in the penalties between powder cocaine and crack cocaine during the 80s, and how that probably had a racial aspect to it, a people like me versus people not like me thing, that's a really interesting conversation. I think, um, I think Vox is trying too hard on this one. Also, the the reason I can picture to happen to people in my life, I don't think is a racial thing. I think it's more of a, um, the doctor could prescribe my wife, my kids, when they're older, some of these drugs. You're not going to get prescribed crack or meth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be surprised if I were. Perhaps get a new doctor. Here's you just know, a little Doc, bit of I'm meth. Just... If you're feeling bad over the weekend, I suggest you take some of this meth. And here's a prescription for a whole bunch of it if you need to get it refilled. Right, right. You know, Doc, sometimes I'm just so stressed I can't relax. You ever smoked any crack, Joe? Well, why no? Are there side effects? Eh, some. 
<laughs> Maybe some skull pain. <laughs> skull pain. Like my wife's side effect. Holy crap. <laughs> What's coming up your news, Marshall Phillips? Aller calls now for a Senate investigation into sex abuse charges against Senator Al Franken. We got a breakthrough in concussion brain-wasting disease, CTE research, and the divine Da Vinci. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getting. That's just can't-miss stuff, Marshall. Yeah. A new Da Vinci. Indeed. Wish I'd have found it for 80 bucks like somebody did back in the 50s. Wow. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Couple interesting texts on the topic we were just discussing. Meth and crack are poor people drugs. Opioids are affecting rich people. Regardless of race, mm, yeah. nope. no, it's no, it's the the death toll is by far in in the poor rural areas of of the Midwest and well all over America, but and it's, rich it's, people though, so maybe yeah. that's where it gets the attention. I don't think like, so. Like you got people like Chris Christie, he gave that. You probably remember the speech he gave about his friend who was a lawyer or a doctor or whatever had all the advantages in the, in life and died because he couldn't get the rehabs that he needed. Um, that's what gets people like Chris Christie's attention, is a successful person with everything going for him. Boy, my perception of it has been almost entirely uh, hillbilly elegy. Yeah. That world. So I don't I don't know if I'll buy that. Also, we got the text about how the U.S. murder rate was, uh, was in a craze over the crack epidemic. That caused a lot of the attention. Oh, that's I right. I don't know how much of the murder rate uh, is, is affected by the opioid thing, for instance. Oh, my God. That's right. I read something the other day. I got to drag it in. It, it's the most amazing statistic I've heard in, in years. Jack, you generally want to jump in here. Is it 7 out of 10? That's right. Yeah. That's a that's an amazing statistic. I have mentioned <laughs> a number of times on this program that a huge part in the drop in the murder rate is that trauma surgery has become so sophisticated compared to how it was 40 45 years ago. Um it, which was, you know, the 1970s. Well, we were all riding the rail across and shooting buffaloes, you know, blah blah blah. It was not that long ago, so trauma surgery is incredibly effective compared to then. If trauma surgery were still at the stage it was in 1972, I think it was, we would have triple the murder rate. Triple wow. the murder rate. That is hard to uh, grasp. Yes. It, 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 it blew my mind. But it's almost indisputable. So think of the national crisis of conscience, law enforcement. How fast would we be building prisons? If there were triple the murder rate. Well, and the gun conversation would be different. Right. Yeah, that's true. Well, virtually every conversation would be different. But domestic violence, everything. Our impulse to kill each other is undiminished. Our surgeons are better. So we're walking around all self-congratulatory as a society. The murder rate is down. Well, jeez, that's why. Huh. So uh, I don't grasp this, Sean. I have another breaking news. What, what's at Senator Whitehouse? Oh, that's that... uh, Democratic Senator Whitehouse. There was apparently a, a bunch of Democrats all in the halls of Congress. The reporters descended upon them, shouting questions at them. I'm going through, picking out some of the responses. Senator Whitehouse told the reporters, you guys need to find something more interesting when, uh, uh, when asked about Franken allegations. Oh, boy. Good response. Boy. Senator Whitehouse said that? Yeah. yeah. And by the way, I've called for him to change his name repeatedly. 
too confusing. It is. Senator like Sheldon Whitehouse. Exactly. Yeah, I'm the Secretary of State. My name is Joseph Congress. It's just <laughs> it's confusing. So on the day that... Andy's soft on molestation, huh? Whitehouse, are you? Yeah, so on the day when Washington, D.C. is under the microscope for the way they've treated uh, sexual abuse over the years, and the Senator Franken story breaks, he thinks that's just a... Well, he didn't, like, hint that he doesn't take it seriously, or behind between the words, if you read it, it seems to be a lack of sincerity. No, he stated, this is stupid. Well, you've been perving on, huh? Way to miss the moment that you're living in, buddy. (laughs) No kidding. No kidding. Way to read the room, dude. (laughs) Wow, yeah. Yeah, you got a good finger for politics, just knowing exactly what direction things are going. You can't come up with anything more interesting than who molested him. Than the most interesting story in America currently? Get a TV, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the news with Marsha Phillips. Well, an L.A. news anchor accusing Minnesota Senator Al Franken of sexual assault. Leanne Tweeden saying that Democrat Franken committed the abuse during a USO tour in 2006 when Franken wrote a sketch which had his character kiss her. Tweeden says during rehearsals, he would try to forcibly kiss her. And then she later found a tour photo of Franken groping her breasts over her clothes while she slept. Now, the New York Times is reporting. Franken has issued a statement saying, I certainly don't remember the rehearsal for the skit in the same way, but I send my sincerest apologies to Leanne. As to as How to- does everybody feel about that as a response? Al Franken saying, I don't remember it the same way. If, but I send my sincerest apologies. It feels especially weak since he was, I believe he was one of the guys hitting Sessions the hardest about his, yeah. Like, yeah. his shady memory. Oh, good like, one. Like that's, it's, good it one. Just, oh, it seems kind of wow. odd. Yeah. So, but uh, you would remember that. You would remember that. And if you didn't, if you're not the sort of person that sticks your tongue in random women's mouths, <laughs> you would know that too. And you would just say, hell no, that didn't happen. Yeah. You know, this doesn't matter. You don't get to touch or kiss anybody who doesn't ask for it. I can see Al Franken, famous Al Franken, on this USO tour, and she was there as the hot chick. Yeah. She was a soft core uh, cheesecake model. She was, a, you know, a sex kitten. And she was there to MC it in her uh, cut-off T-shirt and her, and her jeans, low-slung jeans, for the uh, aggrandizement of the troops, and, and, and good for her. I mean, That's I'd, the last thing I want to see if I'm, a, if I'm in the military on the other side of the world. They seem to enjoy it. Surrounded by dudes. Back but, to the days of uh, Betty Grable yeah. showing a little leg. Um, but I'm sure he thought, she's a nobody. She's TNA, and I can do this stuff. Well, Well, that makes you a certain sort of person. Franken's statement went on to say, as to the photo, it was clearly intended to be funny, but wasn't. I shouldn't have done it. So you remember the photo. Yeah. Because there is a photo. Oh, he's looking at it. (laughs) Yes. You don't remember the... Oh, right. The photo, right. I don't remember it the same way. Doesn't that sound like it could have happened? Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Meanwhile, you got Senator Mitch McConnell, the majority leader, wasting no time before forwarding the matter to the Senate Ethics Committee... As with all credible allegations of sexual harassment or assault, he says, I believe the Ethics Committee should review the matter immediately. And he went back to trying to best the hair in a race. (laughs) (laughs) One other note. One other note. Researchers say they've confirmed the first case of brain-wasting disease known as CTE in a living former NFL player. A new study reports a scan of the man's brain when he was 59 showed what doctors called the destructive 
pattern of the disease that results from repeated blows to the head. Doctors say the ability to identify CTE CTE in the brain of a living person is a first step toward really understanding how the disease develops and working on a cure. Football's done, just a question to win. Oh, yeah. They're going to have enough science that it just doesn't make sense for it to continue. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. The petering out next. Still waiting for another Franken-accuser to come forward. It'll happen. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. sure get through all this intermation that is landing upon us i thought we were petering out you yeah, lied supposed to be. you lied this so sounds you like just ramping stick it up tongue in my mouth you sicko so the army has dropped its plan to lower its standards for people with mental problems oh, and i didn't get to read that great email from the marine yet. because of the usa today article the army says the usa today caused it to drop its recruiting change in what sense i would imagine there was a backlash that people sought in the usa today yeah. And said, that's the bad idea. Well, so you rescinded it because it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. But God, it was... It good was for un- USA Today to bring it to everybody's attention. Yeah, I would agree. It's It was unthinkably stupid. Uh, senators in the news. Um, Al Franken claiming he remembers the situation differently to a model who claims he stuck his tongue down his throat, her throat, um, which is an interesting way to... <laughs> Go about saying you didn't do that. What's his memory of it? Candlelit dinners, <laughs> curtains billowing in the wind, yeah, right? Violin right. playing. And the other senator in the news, the jury is once again deadlocked in the Menendez, Senator Menendez case. So you mm. can, it would appear that you can uh, use your powers as senator to get foreign hotties into the country for your donor. And that's perfectly legal. Oh, that was the least of what he did, too. That was the fun part. Yeah. That wasn't the grafty part. And his buddy, who's a, who thieves millions of dollars from taxpayers. Yeah, it appears you can do that with impunity, at least, you know, for now. God, Menendez is dirty. Oh. So what are you going to do? What well, are he's you dirty, do? but he, well, he's not in the eyes of the law. You're going to reflexively vote for small government for your entire life, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to get a talk show and preach this stuff and, and try to sleep at night with the aid of alcohol. It's yes. a tough one for me because I'm pro-foreign hotties, so I, I really don't know where to land on that issue. <laughs> Granted, it's more complex than uh, I made it seem. Oh, my God. <laughs> Al Franken's quote, I certainly don't remember rehearsal for the skit in the same way, but I send my sincerest apologies to Leanne. Why are you apologizing? The picture. Got to be the picture. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I'm I'm fairly certain he doesn't he probably doesn't remember it because he thought she was just a piece of meat. And it's uncool, incredibly uncool. Now I, I have a, uh, a a thought on this, but if I don't get it out right, we'll have to go to a meeting later. Well, so he's married. I'll just you're, keep my mouth shut. You're either the kind of married guy who does that or you're not. So Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he is, so it doesn't stand out. Which wouldn't be that extraordinary. I, you know, as a guy, as a... Well, I'll save it for my final thought, okay. wouldn't I? We got our announcer waiting to do his thing. And now, Steve yeah. Boy presents Final Thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. 
I was uh, I was buttoning that difficult little button on my sleeve last night and was thinking, Sleeve Boy, where mm. are you? Thank you, Sleeve Boy. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Final Thoughts from everybody. Michelangelo, first. Al Franken, he's not good enough, he's not smart enough, and gosh darn it, he tongues women without permission. <laughs> Frankenly, he should resign. <laughs> God, you are priceless. Positive Sean, follow that if you can. Yeah, Jack, do you have any reason why a listener, I'm assuming, would address a package to Positive Sean and Jack, the contents of that package, nothing other than a 64-ounce jar of chunky salsa? That's the biggest jar of salsa I've ever seen. As you were saying that, I was thinking, how does this sentence end? And I sure didn't guess large, chunky salsa. Medium is the the hot scale. It's uh, the medium flavor. That's a fine salsa. Mm. You like pre-cooked garbage. Thank you, Rando. (laughs) Marshall Phillips, final thought. Well, I've been invited to go hot tubbing over the Thanksgiving holidays, so I need to go get a new swimming shirt. (laughs) Jack, I will take tips from you as to where to go. Oh, yeah. Swimming shirts are the answer, man. Indeed. Jack, do you have a final thought for us? I just watched the Stuart Smalley movie not that long ago. It's one of my wife's favorites, and she uh, ordered the DVD, and we watched it. <laughs> the only movie we've seen in, like, the last six years is the Stuart Smalley movie, and now I can't enjoy it because Al Franken's a perv. Al Franken's thinking, who the hell ordered that movie? <laughs> Somebody ordered it? My final thought is a dad of a young woman who is probably heading to some sort of internship in Washington, D.C., is... How about all the pervs who are groping the interns and the staffers and the rest of it? Name some damn names. Let's end this crap. That list will come out of people who have settled at taxpayer expense. Yes, please, now. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people. Thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Tell us your story, what you're thinking about, uh, something we ought to be covering, armstrongandgettyradio.com. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you and good night. Then the show's over. What? Bye bye. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.